0: What's up, folks? Welcome back to Streamcatchers. It is episode 10, Jack, if you can believe it, and uh, I am your co-host, A.B.
1: Hello there. I'm Jack. What's up?
0: <laughs> How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Excited to talk about the episode. How are you?
0: Doing, yeah, doing well. I'm excited as well, and uh, pretty pretty cool that it's our, our 10th episode. It feels like we just kind of started yeah. this thing yesterday, but, you know, 10 in. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So we've got episode three of the Bad Batch on deck, uh, titled Mm -hmm. Replacements, Uh, where we hopped on, we sort of agreed that there's two stories being told, and we sort of split it up between the two of them. So uh, which one did you want to tackle first?
1: Let's go with the the short and sweet Bad Batch uh, story arc first. Um, We we find our heroes right after uh, the events of the second episode, where they're their ship's a little messed up and they, they have a crash landing on on a moon. Um, I don't think they gave the moon a name. Uh, I thought they did, or, but I don't think it's really that important. Okay, <laughs> it's really not. Uh, so they crash land on the moon. They've got to replace a capacitor. It gets stolen by a, a space beast. A moon Hilarity dragon. They call it. Yeah, an Ordu moon dragon.
0: So I guess Ordu would be the name of the moon.
1: Oh, I guess, yeah, it'd be Ordu. (laughs) Or maybe the the planet's Ordu and this is the Ordu moon.
0: Yeah, a pretty uh, classic scenario for really the sci-fi space genre, right? Ship stranded on a moon or a planet, you got to fix it so you can get back on your way. Um, I mean, if you've seen Empire Strikes Back, you've seen this exact story, really. (laughs) That's (laughs) true. You know it's 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 one of those things where it, it felt like they needed to have something for the batch to do mm-hmm. um, and so we have a, a ship wrecked and we've got to get our part back and that's kind of it's kind of the, the whole gist of that story
1: right it's not exactly the meat of the episode um but they they do a good they don't spin their wheels or anything they do some good character building with uh with Omega and Hunter, mm-hmm. with uh, with Wrecker a little bit, yeah. and, uh, you know, still hold not for that uh, that tech episode where I start to care about tech.
0: Same. Him and Echo, I feel, it feels like they're just kind of there because they have to be to sort of mm-hmm. to complete the team. You need a tech guy and you need the sort of, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to call Echo a wild card. I don't really know what you... He is though, really. Yeah, he kind of is, right? Because he he he, there are some tech aspects to him, and you know, he has the background of being a a reg clone trooper. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm with you though. I'm—we're only three episodes in, so I'm, I'm gonna stay patient. But I'm, I'm waiting for some more development for those two guys.
1: Yeah. So the, the opening, I mean, not the opening lines of dialogue, but right away they start to talk about the inhibitor chips, which I remember we were talking about last time, if if they were going to leave that alone or keep diving into that. And they talk a little bit about how, um, you know, they think crosshair may be over manipulated, which they're right on the money with that. Um, You know, uh, and Hunter, you know, steps up and says, you know, he, you know, is is feeling guilty about uh, leaving crosshairs behind.
0: Yeah, so they're hinting a little bit at, at potentially trying to save him uh, and and going that whole route, and you know that's something that we can look forward to maybe uh, within the next few episodes or maybe as we get deeper into the show. Um, but a good good spot on both of us last week to, to bring that up. That um, there's something to that, and and this isn't Crosshair just being a, a jerk. He, he he's being forced to do what he's doing, and yeah, there was even a spot in this episode where they showed the Empire, I guess. Rejuicing him or however you want however you want to phrase it
1: yeah, I was going to ask you about that I know we're not really on that storyline yet but um conducting further experiments do you do you think they're making him worse or you know what what do you think they're doing with that
0: uh yeah i it, you know again yeah I don't want to dive too far into that side of the story yet um but you did see some attitude from him and and uh an apathy towards Really, anything else besides himself and his mission, and being as compliant as the Empire wants him to be? Um, yeah, so it definitely feels like they're continuing to to pump whatever they want into him so that he maintains that that compliance.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested in, in seeing if he, you know, um, I, I don't want to say grows because that you know it's the opposite of grows. If he shows, you know, less and less uh, compassion in the future.
0: Yeah, I think I think we could see that. I think that could be a bit of a turmoil, and I also think that maybe it could be um, a side of him where he where he maybe goes back and forth a little bit, where he starts to sort of pull away from what they want him to do, and then they continue to to pump their empire propaganda into him, and, and however however that is scientifically, I don't know, but yeah. Um,
1: yeah, sorry, I I totally got a sidetrack sure, on, no. on, <laughs> on what we want right. to what you know what we want to talk about later. But um, going back to the Bad Batch, um, after their crash landed and they you know they've decided they're gonna you know scout for the capacitor. Um, you know, Wrecker has bumped his head on the crash landing, so he's gonna stay with the ship. And then they they divide into teams of two. They've got Tech and Echo who don't really play a role in the mission. And then there's Hunter and Omega, which, you know, you know, of course Omega is going to be overjoyed uh, about oh, that because she just wants to, she wants to be a member of the team so bad. And like uh, herself. yeah, exactly. And, uh, and she does a good job. Uh, she, she, uh, she's the one who's ultimately successful in, in the mission. She uh, is the one who gets the capacitor back. Uh, but before that we see, um, I think it's the, the, the first part of Hunter and Omega's story where, um omega is watching hunter uh track the dragon and she's asked she's super curious because you know that's that's her jam she's yeah. like what are you doing how are you doing that can i learn that yeah.
0: yeah yeah it's a it's a fun interaction we get to see more of that relationship really develop and we see um you know who omega is it feels like omega is like the focus of this show so far which i wasn't expecting mm-hmm. not that i'm upset about that um but you, you get to see that she's a very curious and an and intuitive character, and um, you know, uh, Hunter gets subdued by this this moon dragon, and she has to sort of go off and do her own thing, and takes his blaster and goes and uh, goes underground, and, and runs into this moon dragon, gets the part back, and and Hunter's like, "Wow, okay, you you did it, you, you proved yourself." And it was just one of those a, a strong character moment for Omega, and I think that we're going to continue to see more of that throughout the show.
1: Yeah, and she, you know, she tries to be a part of the team. You know, she tries to help uh hunter he gets his mask knocked off and she puts the mask back on him calls out for help and uh, i guess they didn't get the signal or Cause, yeah i
0: don't because think so, it,
1: there was a part where she radios for help and, and doesn't get anything in return but she puts the mask on him sees that he's breathing and then and then goes into the uh the dragon lair or dan whatever you want to call it yeah. to uh to get the capacitor back
0: yeah, does the job and, and shows that she's part of the team and not just, you know, along for the ride. She can she can contribute and she can help do whatever they need her to do. And you get other character moments, but she and she and Wrecker are another uh you know, pairing that you're getting to see a little bit of personality from Wrecker. There's a, a bit of a of a connection there in maybe like a, a fun, goofy uncle sort of way. And yeah. The episode starts out, she's laying on the ground while he's up in his his bed or his quarters, however you want to put that. And, and then it ends with while she was away getting the capacitor he puts up a whole section for her that she has her own her own space to sleep in and, and kind of go off and do her own thing and uh, another point of signifying that she's part of the team she's part of the crew and, and uh, she's just as important as they are
1: yeah she she um you know they 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 have their meal they have their rations uh hunter feeds everybody and he gives wrecker know his bit of food and and he says all right hit me again i'm hungry and he's a big dude he's he's gotta go through some calories and and, uh you know omega offers her uh offers him hers and hunter says you know she doesn't even have a a place to sleep like let alone food you need leave her alone just let her have her food he's like oh yeah oh sorry Uh, yeah and uh while they're away on mission yeah he he uh decides to make her a little place to stay a little ladder leading up to a, a private uh, little bedroom and she says she's never had a bedroom before yeah. which is insane for a 10 year old right to never to never experience that kind of you know uh kind of a happy solitude you know get to be on your own and 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 independent like that
0: yeah yeah again it was a really cool moment uh, i really am digging the uh i guess pairing of, of wrecker and, and omega as the the fun uncle, sort of big brother type that she hasn't really had. I mean, obviously, you look at Hunter, and that's more of the father figure. Um, right. And so it's weird, you know, because we have these two sort of relationships that are forming and growing. And then again, you have Echo and Tech just kind of like, oh, there's a kid here. And they're, they're doing their own thing. We we talked about it. We'll give them time. It's only three episodes in, but I would like to see them interact with her a little bit more too, and see how that develops. And maybe maybe Echo is is like, I don't want this kid around. I don't. This isn't what we need, you know. And and then maybe there's a little bit of a headbutting there for some further character development. But I would like to see more from those two characters. I want them to make me care about them more.
1: It definitely feels like they've been benched these three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, again, it's early, there's a lot of time, um, and the next episode
1: potentially could. This season's got a lot of episodes, you know, so.
0: But that was it, really, for for the Bad Batch. I mean, again, it felt like they just kind of had to have something to do, and they wanted to give Omega a character moment and really further solidify her. But um, that was kind of it for our heroes. But uh, on the other side, our uh, antagonists of the show. Yeah um we have uh grand admiral tarkin is uh is a grand admiral is a grand, it's grand moff tarkin right
1: it's grand moff tarkin eventually i don't know where he's at in his his military career right now
0: old man tarkin is yeah. on camino with the clones and <laughs> they have their first uh, recruits of of what will eventually at some point become stormtroopers but they want to send them off on a mission with crosshair and see what they're able to accomplish, as opposed to the clones.
1: Yeah, um, they uh, they didn't get names, but in the in the subtitles they were credited as E S hyphen o one o two o three o four. So I guess E S probably being elite squad, which is I believe what uh, Admiral Rampart referred to them as. Who is uh, also a new character, as far as I know.
0: Yeah, I wasn't familiar with him either. But at the end of the episode, he call, uh, Tarkin calls him Admiral. So I mean, I, mm-hmm. it seems like he's going to play a role moving forward as well. Yeah, but uh, uh, the, whole, the whole point was we got to send these guys off to to find Saul Gerrera and and deal with him and his his camp of refugees, one way or another. Get squash that and, and uh, see what what these recruits can do as opposed to clones. Um, it's, they kind of get right to the point. They get right to the to the area. And uh, Crosshair has a bit of a uh, clashing with these recruits, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, suits, suits.
1: specifically with the one uh, who was named in the credits, ESO One, who mm. was kind of the contrarian to uh to Crosshair. He didn't didn't care for the clone, didn't know why he was leading the mission, and yeah. kind of questioned his orders on uh, on Onderon and during their mission.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said so on the way to Onderon, he's. He's like, I don't know why you're in charge, and, and there's even a point where he's he, he seems pretty uh, down with the empire. He's like, the empire, you know, they're they're giving me food and shelter and a job, and that's more than the Republic gave me. And I think yeah, see, I think that's going to be sort of the the reasoning why they are able to get so many recruits is because they're offering something the Republic didn't offer, um, and that was sort of his whole reasoning for why he was kind of there.
1: So I guess then. Maybe this is diving into something we don't really need to talk about <laughs> because we. <Might> well. <laughs> let's dive down the rabbit hole. Okay, I so know. Tarkin's Tarkin's goal with the clones—he wants to phase out the clones, I guess, to save money. I don't know if that's his his real goal, but that's kind of what he's stated in this show. And and it sounds like they are paying the um, Kaminoans. The, the right, they're paying the Kaminoans for the clones. I don't know what they're providing for the clones for this work or if they just do the work because that's what they do good soldiers follow orders I don't know but it sounds like they're going to pay storm you know the soldiers who are eventually going to become stormtroopers and house them and feed them and everything so I mean what do you do you think it's cheaper to to for regular soldiers than clones
0: well, that, I guess that's his whole reasoning in the show, at least. I don't, I couldn't give you a, a rundown of the costs. <laughs> I really yeah, don't know that's that what version. i uh, yeah. He <laughs> uses the line that they are um, cost prohibitive relics of the past is kind of how okay. the describes clones. And so I guess we're just to assume that they pay the Kaminoans uh, a hefty sum of money to produce these clones. Um, and when you think about it, you've you mentioned this in the past, clones have... A shorter lifespan so you have to constantly turn them out um, right the benefit is that they're supposed to be super compliant and efficient but if you could pay less for equal ish value why wouldn't you um and so and you also get the loyalty of someone like uh like the guy that was you know the empire's willing to give me food and shelter and, and that's you know that's all i need um yeah, so yeah and
1: if it weren't for the loyalty, it would be for the fear, right? I mean, yeah. eventually, I mean, people are going to be terrified of the empire.
0: Exactly, exactly. So,
1: because of stuff that we see in this episode where uh, we have innocent people being killed by.
0: Yeah, they, 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 they the arrived at the camp in Andron and um, Saw is gone by that point, but uh, there is a group of refugees left over that are trying to get out of there. And uh, I mean, it, was, it was actually a pretty brutal scene when you really think about it for an animated show. Uh, and mm-hmm. then one of the guys has a flamethrower, and they're showing uh, crosshair snipes the guy through the through the uh, I guess windshield of the, mm-hmm. of the ship, and um, and then you have man, probably what, what would you say seven or eight different refugees that are, are
1: yeah, just a few of them.
0: They're just like we don't we don't know where Saw is. He shoots one of them point blanks, like I believe you, um, and then you know crosshair wants to wants to terminate all of them the same guy that was that was grateful for the empire says no we're soldiers we're not we're not exterminators this is not what we're here for we should take the men crosshair he's like screw that ice is the one guy and then tells the remaining recruits to to finish them off and they do they they uh they slaughter them the yeah. women and the children too like animals <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a really,
1: really dark uh, tone for, for an animated show. You know, I won't say it's a kid's show, um, but, right. it, you know, when, when, when you're watching something animated, you know, that's not like Family Guy Futurama, you know, something like that, you know, that's aimed towards adults, it, it feels out of place to see a scene like this. So, right. you know, even though everything happens off camera and you don't actually see the slaughtering of innocents, it's a really dark idea uh, for a show like this.
0: Yeah, well, and you do see the snipe through the windshield that goes right into his heart, and so I mean they do show that, and That's um, true. they do they do show some 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 I, I don't we call them bullets, but I guess what would you call blaster
1: it? Blaster fire, yeah, blaster I don't know. fire,
0: right? Yeah, they, they show that impacting bodies as well. So yeah, I mean it was, I agree. This isn't necessarily a kids show in the way that Dora the Explorer is, but it, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it, it has an eye towards kids. I think especially with adding Omega to the group. Um, sure it's it's made it's made with the intention to be for all audiences or maybe at least um ages eight and above i would say potentially yeah uh, yeah dark moments and uh it shows you know to kind of echo what we were talking about with uh crosshair earlier uh he's he's been brainwashed to be full-on empire at this point and, and he even made the he made the statement good soldiers follow orders
1: yeah which is is uh taken a darker and darker meaning every time it's said in in the star wars saga (laughs) so our uh our new elite soldiers uh get back to Camino, and they i guess they've taken over the the barracks of of the bad batch because they they enter and crosshair kind of you know looks over at the hash marks that record you know kept track of the missions on and he goes over to his bed you know sets his sniper down and Kind of reflects a little bit on what he's done. I, I think that there, I think we're supposed to see just a little bit of remorse, but you know, he doesn't really show it a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be something they tease a little bit too, where he's not necessarily, like you said, he's not showing remorse, but there's a little look on his mm-hmm. face that I think will in time maybe become remorse as there's still the struggle of who he is inherently as a member of the bad batch and who the Empire wants him to be. In this right, order, killing member of the empire. That follows orders.
1: Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's not so much remorse, but um, just kind of missing his brothers, missing his yeah. old squad. You know that he yeah. he got on with way better than these new guys.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so I think that I think that's a story that we'll have to watch and, and see how that develops. And um, I don't know. I kind of feel like we're going to get through this season, and uh, Crosshair might not make it.
1: Really, you think so?
0: Yeah, I guess I just don't see the, I don't see him being redeemed. I don't know. I feel like we're going to see the, 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 the version of him we saw in this episode dive further and further into those dark areas. And I think that that remorse will set in. And I think that they're going to get to a point where they can't save him and the inhibitor, and get the inhibitorship out. I think it's going to end up being a situation where they, maybe they have to do what they have It'll to do.
1: It'll forever dominate his destiny.
0: Maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I could be wrong. That's a very dark approach. To yeah. Take. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I would, uh, I disagree. I think that we'll see, I think that we'll see a, a redemption arc for him. I think that it would be interesting if we got both, if, if we got the the redemption arc and also he was killed by the empire, even after they save him or something like that.
0: That's probably more likely. Vader yeah, out. I
1: don't know. Redeem. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, high drama, high intensity. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think one way or another, I don't think he makes it though. I think we'll see. Yeah, I just well, don't see... either way. Oh go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I just don't see it going to where it's gonna be all you know, the five batch and Omega off doing you know I don't know. I don't yeah, see it
1: well, they way. already didn't really have space for Omega, so how are they going to... I mean, they're going to need a bigger ship eventually.
0: Right. right. Unless they kill <laughs> off Taker Echo and then bring Crosshair
1: in. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's... Le- it, I feel like it's less likely that they would kill, you know, one of the good guys before they kill Crosshair. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um,
0: so either either
1: way, um, you know, when they get back, Tarkin's impressed uh, that these these soldiers, um, you know completed the mission that the bad batch couldn't and it gets the uh kaminoans talking because they they want to make their money you know they want to make more clones and they they tease a little bit and i want to ask you about this because uh what they talk about is a little bit uh, subjective yeah they, they talk about the next phase of the clones there's a there's a line along the lines of uh superior clones can be made uh, but they need is it is it members of the bad batch that they need? I, I couldn't really decide what she was talking about.
0: I think that was implied. Um I at least that's how I interpreted it where they, they needed that? something and it was implied that it was the batch, I think.
1: Yeah, that's how I interpreted it too, but they have crosshair. So maybe they're maybe they're talking about omega specifically.
0: Probably. And of course, one of them knows right that they let they helped omega go, but the other one is is out of the doesn't know that right
1: oh that's true yeah yeah Now i say the uh, the female kaminoan let omega go yes. and the the male kaminoan whose name i cannot remember is is kind of in the dark about that i forgot about that
0: exactly so maybe they're talking about the batch but i think at this point the dude knows that she's gone right so i don't think he knows that she let him let her go but yeah i i do think that there is something to they may have to seek out the badge for their help on um, maintaining clones um, for mm-hmm. their own use. But we are definitely on the path to um, going from clones to stormtroopers. Uh, sure. They even started to tweak the uniform a bit. The, the recruits were in black. They still had mm-hmm. the clone look, but they, um, I think crosshairs was the stormtrooper look, or it was at least different than the other guys.
1: I'd have to go back and check that out. I, I did notice that crosshairs was different than the the other soldiers, but I didn't I didn't uh I, I guess I didn't mentally compare it to the stormtrooper look.
0: It might not have been the true storm but yeah, and so we we're, we're going to see uh, this story sort of unfold, and I think by the end of this show or season whatever they're doing. I don't know if they're going to do it just what the one season or if they're going to do multiple but I think at some point we are going to see the, the clones cease to be Employed by the mm-hmm. Empire, we're going to see Stormtroopers for sure.
1: Yep, I agree. I agree. And I think it'll be a good plot device to have Crosshair and, and you know, Tarkin's resources being hunt, uh, hunting, rather, um, Omega, uh, yeah. you know, and the Bad Batch trying to protect her.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I the, think that'll
1: set up for some good episodes.
0: I think so, too. I think we're still early in the show. We're still sort trying to establish relationships and really establish what the show really is. Um, yeah. I do think that as we start to get thicker into it, six, seven, eight episodes in, I think we're gonna, it's gonna be a really enjoyable show.
1: Yeah. So, so what do you think overall? I guess we didn't really talk about that from the top. Uh, compare it to episodes one and two.
0: It was okay. Um, I I don't feel like this is an episode you need to go out of your way to see. Um, I think that the the batch side, especially, I, I sort of hinted at. Uh, It's it's not anything that you probably haven't seen before. Um, It does give Omega and and Hunter and even Wrecker some character moments that help develop those characters further. Um, But it's a very simple, straightforward story. felt like they just had to have something to do. Um, The Empire side of it, though, definitely felt like um, it's building towards the bigger story that will unfold throughout the rest of the show. Um, I said it last week, I think the show is better as a binge versus a week to week thing um it was enjoyable but i didn't i don't want to say i loved the show it was just kind of uh okay i felt satisfied when i when it was over it was like all right cool
1: right i think you know waiting week to week kind of creates an expectation that this episode and even the one before it didn't super super deliver on which is okay i mean i'm still in it i'm i'm still a fan of the show um <laughs> but uh even you know c- comparing the three episodes you know, I, I, would, I would put this uh, on the, you know, on the level of the second one, whereas, um, you know, the first one really stood out to me. It was there was a lot of dramatic scenes, a lot of good storytelling, whereas this one is is mostly just kind of fine tuning some characters. And, and there's a little bit of, you know, there's some, there is some some high drama with the, the, the elite soldiers and the killing of the civilians and everything. But, you know, nothing, you know, groundbreaking or new or anything to write home about.
0: I agree. I agree. That's kind of really the gist of it. Decent episode. It was fine. Um, I, You know, the first episode, it had the benefit of being an hour and like 15 minutes. Right. Right. You know, so you were able to actually let it breathe and you get more to it. And they a bigger story to tell. Um, that's not what they're going for in this show, right? It's not, it's, they're not trying to be Mandalorian. They're trying to just make an entertaining show in the same light that Clone Wars and Rebels were. Um, right. It's doing that very well. If you like those shows, you will like this one too. Um, I don't know that I would say this is a show for everybody. Um, if you're more of a um, casual Star Wars fan, I don't know that you need to go out of your way to see this. Uh, but if you do love Star Wars, this is, this is, it's good content. It's, it's, it's well-written, the animation is strong. Um, and I think that again, uh, you know, as the show develops and moves on, by the time it's over, I think we'll look back and say, this is really good, I'm not really glad that I watched it.
1: I agree. I agree. I, I think that the uh, the end of this season is going to, to wrap up in a way that is, uh, you know, maybe not as jaw-dropping as the endings of the two seasons of Mandalorian, but definitely something that's that's really, really satisfying. Yes. I'm excited to get there.
0: Definitely. Same. So, um, that's really I guess all we have. Um,
1: that's all I've got.
0: <laughs> but, uh, thanks if you tuned in. We appreciate it. Um, links to social media and all that's in the show notes. Twitter, Instagram. We're on Apple. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Google—all of them. If you could leave us, uh, uh, you know, five star on uh, on YouTube, or not, you know, they don't do five stars on YouTube anymore. But if <laughs> on, uh, on iTunes, or if you can give us a like and leave a comment, what you thought on the on the show, and um, any last thoughts, Chad?
1: No, that's it. Yeah, I am uh, excited to talk uh, to you and and the, the listeners next week. Catch you later. See you, folks.